And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Friday, February 16th, and we are here answering your financial questions. If you have one, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we will get your note. All of our content lives on that website. That includes other audio shows, our YouTube show. It includes videos from me on TV. It's all there. So just bookmark the site. It's there when you need it. And then when a question arises, all you need to do is go to the website and click contact us. It's just that easy. So let's do some emails today. I like doing these Friday emails. Nice way to end the work week. This is from Bob who writes, first of all, I love your show. I listen every single morning. Second, I'm a chicken. I'll never come on the show. That's okay, Bob. That's why we have emails. Okay. Bob's question is, if we contribute only $1,200 a year, Will we be able to retire at age 62? We're in our early 30s. Our annual spend is about $90,000 a year. Our assets include $200,000 in a pre-tax retirement account, $100,000 in a Roth. My partner is eligible for a pension, which I did not include in the numbers above. We have a mortgage with $200,000 left. It's got a low interest rate. According to the compound interest calculator, if we invest $200 a month for the next 30 years and let it compound, we should have about $2.1 million in retirement. And that meets our retirement needs. What are your thoughts? I need the Jill and Mark stamp of approval to know if this can work or not. Well, this is great news in a couple of ways. One is that you actually ran the numbers, which I love. And for any of you who want to do something like this, we do have calculators on our website. And of course, there are a ton of resources, usually at the places where you have your investments. I guess the fly in the ointment is just this. Um, First of all, you're really young. You're in your early 30s. And so that annual spend this year of $90,000 a year obviously has to get inflated. 
Also, you didn't mention whether or not you have kids, want to have kids, whether there are other people you have to take care of. I guess that the aspect of this that is so hard is that when we look and project out for so many years, a million things are going to change in your life. So Bob, here's what I think. It may be able to work, but I'd love for you to just test this on an annual basis. And then you'll have a lot more security that you are moving forward in the way that is responsible for you and for your family. This is from Mike. My wife and I are 59 and 58, retiring in the next four to five years, have about $900,000 in my pension. Oh my gosh, $550,000 in my 401k. My wife's 401k is around $25,000. We've got savings of around $200,000 and two whole life policies with a combined value of around $100,000. We've been very dissatisfied with the communication from the life insurance company, and we're thinking about pulling that money out and terminating the policies. We'd like to know what's the best investment to put that hundred grand into. Is it the 401k or some other vehicle? We don't want to pay a penalty. We don't want to lose the money. Your thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Okay, the thing that is so hard with life insurance policies is just this. They're quite complicated. So the first thing you want to do is just take that whole life policy statement, call the 800 number, and ask whoever is the representative, what is the tax liability if we were to terminate this policy? The reason I'm asking this question is not because I think that you should stay in the policy, but it is merely to understand the consequence of terminating the policy. Because if you have put in less money than the actual cash value out, then it could be that you owe some tax and it adds to your income whenever you file your taxes. That's one of the reasons that some policies are really tough because, you know, instead of paying capital gains like you would in an investment account with these permanent life policies, if it's more than the money you put in, it's just plain old ordinary income. So it gets taxed at usually a higher rate. So we want to know, one, what is the tax liability? And if it's not too big a tax liability, you could pull the money out, set aside the money necessary for taxes, and then you could invest it in a brokerage account. I don't think that you would be able to put this in a 401k or an IRA unless this policy is somehow inside of an IRA account, but I doubt it is. So you would just open a brokerage account. And alternatively, one last thing to remember if you're going to retire in four or five years and maybe your income is going to go down dramatically, then maybe you wait to pull the money out. You should also inquire with the insurance company, what are the rules that they have around borrowing out of whole life policies? So you got some homework, you're going to get out of this. It's just a question of when and making sure that you understand what the tax consequences would be. This is from Diane. She says, I'm 64. I'll be 65 this year. I am married. I'm still working. I plan to keep working until I'm 67. I have approximately $1.1 million in my retirement account, and this is my first time taking a withdrawal. I need at least $150,000 to pay off a student loan of approximately $28,000. These carry interest rates of 9 to 11% to open an emergency reserve fund 
to buy a new car. My car is 15 years old, needs major repairs. And the rest to renovate my home's exterior and interior. Not major renovations, but needed. I have a mortgage balance of approximately $190,000. Can you help me estimate my total taxable liability, federal, state, and New York City, if I were to take out $150,000? My husband and I had a total adjusted gross income for 2022 of around just under $300,000. Our taxable income was 267-ish. I think that puts our tax rate, you mean your top tax rate, at 23, 24%. I would also like the total tax amounts to be taken out of the retirement account. All right, so look, your top bracket right now is 24%. Um, the problem that I see is that if you take 150 grand out, you're going to pop on up to the 32% bracket probably. And so I think what you may want to do is, can you delay the home renovation? Can we keep you in a top bracket of 24% for this year, 2024, so that you don't pop up into another bracket? And really, the the big question is, you know, is this all necessary right this second because you're triggering a taxable event, which maybe we can kind of phase in. So I'm not going to give you the exact numbers because I don't know um, all the other things going on in your life, but I would really caution you against doing this until you really take pen to paper and you can just go to the irs.gov website. There are plenty of resources there just to look at tax brackets. But I don't know. It seems like is this if this is not actually totally necessary today, I would delay it because you are going to be putting yourself in a worse situation from a tax perspective. Maybe get back in touch with us because we could perhaps come up with a better solution than the one that you have landed on. This next question is from Lisa, who wants to know uh, our opinion of annuity contracts with long-term care riders. Okay, gang, these are very complicated. And what I would suggest is anyone who is being sold or presented an idea around long-term care, first make sure that the person who is actually recommending this is a fiduciary, someone who has to work in your best interest, put your needs before their needs. Now, presuming that, we also would want to see a real critical analysis of why this policy would be right for you. For many people, they are buying these long-term care policies because obviously you've gone through something terrible in your own life and you've seen someone else suffer. Maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a friend, and you say, I don't want all my money to go away. But again, if you've got less than a half a million dollars or maybe more than $2 million, then you might not need it. And you're paying for something that is very expensive and might not be Uh, worth it. But Lisa, get back in touch with us and we'd be happy to help you out. Joyce wants to know, with the stock market rising to pretty high levels, should we consider taking this year's RMD now? We have waited until the fall for the previous two years and the company holding our investments is asking us to agree to automatically get that distribution on contract anniversary dates. That's in October. But we can select our other options. You previously answered a question from me on air on whether to refinance a second home mortgage. We did. An actual closing cost came in much lower than expected. So it was very much worth locking in 15 years at a lower rate. That's great. 
You know, like I usually try to do the RMD thing the same time every year. You're trying to do a little market timing. I get it. Um, I would just wait. You know, are you how are you going to feel if the market keeps going up? I don't know. It just seems like unnecessary to go that far. You know what I mean? Like that you don't know. Better to just stick to same time every year, once a year, easy peasy. Okay. Um, this is from Anonymous. My 401k is in the Vanguard Target Retirement 2030 Fund. I plan to retire at age 65, which will be in 2028. Should I stick with this fund after I retire? Or maybe is it better to convert to something else? If I should and diversify in other ways, should I convert to other investments in 2028 when I retire or in 2030 when the fund has reached its target? It seems a little strange to stay in a target date fund after after the target date has passed. And there's a second question, but I'm going to answer that in a second. So the answer to this is that target date funds are meant to take you through retirement, not just to retirement. So chances are the Vanguard Target Retirement Fund will move to a less aggressive stance each year as you approach 2030 and then move to more of an income-based portfolio after that. However, this really does depend on anything else that's going on in your life. And I think that we would really need to talk about what else you have invested, other money that you have as income, when you plan to take Social Security, and maybe we could come up with a game plan where you could stay in the target date fund, but maybe we would make a plan where we would say, let's shift it. The follow-up question is really about how do you know the right diversification after retirement? And as you would imagine... The answer is, it depends on who you are and what's going on in your life. You know, retirement is, is not a magic moment in time. It is really about maybe a shift in you actually no longer making money, but maybe you have a pension, maybe you have social security, maybe you have rental income. So we might change the diversification and allocation of a portfolio as your needs change. But these are your needs. And the thing that's really important for everyone to remember is that just because you're young or you're older or anything, it doesn't mean that you should have a certain type of portfolio. It is always predicated on what's going on in your life. So I hope that that helps. Okay, that is it. That is the program. It's uh, going into a long weekend. Monday's President's Day and the markets are closed. So I uh, hope you have a good long weekend if you get one. Otherwise, if you're looking for some stuff to do, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and let us know if you want to come on the air. All of our content lives on that website. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this program on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer and king of all things web, and we are distributed by Odyssey. Please try to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, 
they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.